You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. I hope you're uh, enjoying the episodes. I get a lot of people coming up to me and, you know, tell me how much the, you know, episodes sometimes mean to them. And, um, you know, it's really nice and hearing from other even celebrities or my peers that uh, are, are enjoying it. And really, it's uh, it's awesome. If you're here for Paul Wesley, I hope that after this, if you liked it, you'll subscribe. Give the podcast a chance. We've had some great interviews. I'll continue to give you guys some uh great interviews uh, i hope um and uh, it's different than other podcasts we really talk about mental health and life and all these other things so if you're listening to paul wesley uh hopefully you'll dig this you'll subscribe spread the word our socials ryan at inside of you pod on twitter or 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 whatever it's called now x it's (laughs) called x and at inside of you podcast on instagram and facebook that's right you can watch on youtube you can listen pretty much anywhere uh if you subscribe and you write a review that really helps with the algorithms and all that stuff so we appreciate that also the inside of you online store has awesome merch if you want you know smallville merch or whatever tons of stuff on there including inside of you um mugs tumblers and uh, the biggest thing is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash inside of you. If you want to join Patreon, um, become a patron. There's so many perks. I do YouTube lives with everyone. We I do some Zooms with the top tiers. I read out your names at the end of episodes. Um, lots of stuff. You get uh, merch discounts, um, and no one else does for the most part. I mean, usually you get first dibs and um, all that stuff. Um, also, I'm going to be doing a lot of cons. So check my link tree on at the Michael Rosenbaum. Tom Welling and I will be doing some cons and some evenings with Michael and Tom. Anyway, uh, we got a great episode today. It's uh, Paul Wesley, Vampire Diaries. He's done a ton of stuff. He was actually in Smallville and uh, we had a good time. And uh, just I was surprised how much he's I guess we've both grown up. He's just really mature and just carries himself very confidently and um, earnestly. Hmm. You know, he just seems uh, like he's he's got it together yeah, and uh, seems happy. I like that. He's got a lot to talk about. We talk about all of it. Thanks for being so open, Paul. And uh, hopefully you'll come back. And without further ado, let's just get into it. Let's get inside of Paul Wesley. It's my point of view. You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. Hey folks, wanted to highlight something important before today's episode. In case you weren't aware, myself and many of the guests are on strike alongside SAG, AFTRA, and WGA. Today's episode and any we air before the strike ends were recorded before it began. So this is just a heads up in relation to some for the topics we may discuss. If you want more info on the strike, visit SAG After Strike. Dot org. Now let's get into it. Is it possible that the last time I saw you it was on the set of Smallville, probably in 2002, uh, three or four? So I've been trying to figure that out myself because I, I just can't seem to fathom the idea that you and I have not run into one another at one point or another. I don't know how. You were doing a CW years. show. I was doing a CW right. show. But you were filming in Atlanta, right? I was filming in Atlanta, and I was there. And you, you know, live there. Pretty much. Right. You so you're there. Goes. You became a big star. Right. I was doing the Smallville right. thing. So it was probably, it makes sense that we wouldn't see each other. I guess so. And then, you know, you were doing 22 a year as well, right? Yeah. 
Do they still do that? Yeah, I don't know if they do it anymore, but I feel like we were the last. I, if they don't, I feel like we were the last wave of that. You know? Could you imagine doing that now? Twenty-two episodes a year. It's all <laughs> right. Greg, dog, his my... dog Greg is here. Yeah, Greg, he's got a little separation he's, anxiety, he's... like I think my puppy has, and yeah. he's really chugging the water right now. A lot of water, but he's drinking. adorable. His he name is Greg, Greggy, Greggy, Greg. Why know. Greg or Greggy? If you oh, hear gosh. water licking. Guys, yeah, just bear with just, me. Just know the it's water's great. almost gone. It'll it's stop. And then gone. you'll hear a bowl hitting the hardware floor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know what? We got him during COVID, my ex and I, and it was just like he was a foster puppy. And there was three of them. And we gave them kind of ridiculous names because we did, we they were we thought they would be temporary, so we ended up keeping him and his name just stuck with him. We, we gave it was two girls and one boy, right. and we gave them all boy names. I mean, it was just like it's it was kind of like this arbitrary. Yeah, it was like Greg, Chuck, and then my dog, um, my new puppy's Charlie. <laughs> your new puppy's Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, there you go. I love human names for dogs i too my my yeah my girl is blanche yeah i love that i, I just I, love I, I love it too and it, it's all always they're named after people i love like right. my grandfather so charlie blanche? Passed away. uh blanche is my grandma who is still alive thank god she oh, lives wow. in fort lauderdale she's she'll be 95 oh wow yeah do you have any grandparents left i have a grandmother left yeah my grand oh, sorry man i'm just gonna my to grand get, get comfortable I'm getting, I'm getting wild um it, it's real stuff here folks know, you're seeing someone is, get comfortable we're not getting real this. deal this is the real deal you you'll even see that i had a a, a blood uh draw if you see the video yeah um i i want i pretend that i donated blood like i did something good but i didn't did. i just had a blood taken because i'm you know uh j standard 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 tests. blood standard every year i blood every year but also like i feel like i've been having a ton of allergies lately. my allergies you'll hear me i sniff yeah i just can't deal with it yeah. I, have, I constantly have problems so i'm like doing an allergy blood allergy test as well and you know whatever maybe just la stuff bougie la stuff. you know i'm gonna do that too ryan can you make that note to remind me they do this thing on where they prick you on the back where, where the allergy with test. different things yeah and it's it's real but like I don't, I'm sure it's accurate, but I wanted to also try the blood one. Anyway, this is really. I no, they do I that digress. with shellfish because they, they prick me. Yeah, stay away from crabs. I go, yeah. well, I had them in college once. Right. But, uh, you know, uh, but it swelled up a little with the crabs. Right. So they're like, it was, it was like, yeah, still steer clear. And there was a couple other things. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a little hocus pocus. It's shit. hocus pocus. But at the same time, it's like, I want to find out what something's causing this. Right. Something, right. you know. Something's going on. Something's yeah. going but on. Now, so. listen, you yeah. you are, so we met on Smallville. Yeah. I remember you played my brother. Yeah. Lucas, right? Yeah. It's kind of crazy to me that I played your brother and I was only on for one episode. Yeah. I thought you were going to come back and then they just left that story. I think you complained it, about that on the episode. You're like. Why did and now he's gone? You he's know, at some place. But you know what's weird is like when I when I originally got that part, if memory serves, it's been like two decades. It was supposed to be a multi episode arc, and I don't know if I just did a shitty job and they were just like, oh, let's not bring him no. back. I, but I I, I think I all. did a pretty good job, right? Yeah. So I was surprised. I don't know what happened, but for whatever reason, that was it. I but I. I we I, talk about this yeah. all the time. Here's the, here, the trend was in the first couple seasons until they got it together um, is that every show, unlike today, the streamers that have cliffhangers and we keep they wrap everything up in a nice bow right. and moving on. Right. And it just irked me. Right. And so that was the way it was. And it evolved. And now we've evolved into this. Right. Um, but do you remember anything at all on that show? 
Because oh, you worked with me, you worked with John Glover, who was my, yeah, our father. That's right. Yeah, and then I I do remember the director, and I remember who was it? Uh, Beeman, Greg Beeman, Greg Beeman, and I remember the scene where uh, there was a rain tower, and uh, something happened, and I you know I, I don't know oh, there was a shootout, and then you grab me and you go, uh, I'm your brother, and for whatever reason there was a lot of drama not drama there was like we were really struggling getting that moment i don't know if it was like greg wasn't happy or you weren't happy i, I remember it now yeah, i remember someone... i remember what it was <laughs> okay and i complained about it on the show if you recall we go out and i go i'm your brother let's go right but i think i what happens is you come with me and then we stop at the doors of the car when these guys are shooting us go look I'm your brother. I'm like, dude, we wouldn't do that. We have to, we, right. we'd go in the car. Right, right. And then we get out of there. And then I'd say that. Right. Well, we can't do that. All right. Like, oh, fuck. Right. All right. This is unrealistic, Greg. He's like, you know. Yeah. I they also wanted- remember that day. I, I won't say who it is, but one of the crew guys pissed their pants. They just really? they had to go to the bathroom in one take. And I heard him going, oh, God, God. And he's like, fuck. And he, he, he left. And he's like, he what happened? Pants? He pissed himself. I uh, I don't think I was privy to that as a guest. Yeah, I star. was. I think the I series regular pissed him right yeah. off on that thing. I think it was. All, <laughs> you used it. to do this thing. All right, this is what I do remember, and you're going to be like, really? That's what you remember? And I stole this from you on my show. Good. So you used to, but you're not. Gonna, you used to do this thing where, and you would do this in like like a very obviously jokey way, and everyone loved it. Someone would Fuck say, off. Like, no, no, you would say. Go fuck yourself. Like literally yes. somebody somebody would say, hey, Michael, can you uh, stand on your mark? And you'd be like, yeah, go fuck yourself. And I just thought it was so funny. And then the crew and, would do it with me. Yeah, I'd yes. say, hey, can you make sure that? Yeah, fuck yourself. Let's just yeah, go on. Right. Yeah, it was exactly. a thing. We all did it. And I just thought you it was do it. You did it on Vampire so Diaries? I became known as the go fuck yourself. In fact, there was a. It's okay. Yeah, there's, uh, there's Greg. They even as rap gifts, they gave the crew gfy hats from me which was and go, you go, never called go, me go fuck yourself hats i literally stole that from you did you ever tell anybody you stole I, it nobody told any i never told anyone you until stole this, it without yeah, giving but, credit but i'm on a podcast right now telling the world that i stole go That's fuck good. yourself from you so at least <laughs> I, at least i finally you know it took me some time i'm, I'm but, glad you did that yeah. i remember i remember you laughing i remember you just yeah going, i just thought what? it was great what? i just thought it was fantastic because i just you know it's like you gotta I was, let it's, it just kind of relaxes you go well, fuck yourself uh it, i would say it even exactly. when i fucked up like oh what's the line fuck go fuck yourself thanks yeah, right exactly you know? <laughs> and it was just it made me kind of comfortable yeah. well it just i think also and you would know like when you're a, a guest star, you know, when you're a young guest star and you're coming into this show that's like, you know, it's nerve wracking. It's like a big hit show. And then, you know, sometimes when you have the series regulars who take themselves too seriously, oh, you, it makes you even more stressed. Yes. You don't want to mess up. I'm but then when like you have that. somebody who's, you, you know, one of the leads on the show saying, go fuck yourself and everyone's laughing. Yeah. Suddenly you're like, oh, okay, I can loosen up a little bit and I can have some fun. Yeah. You know? yeah I was so. compelled. I felt like I've, oh, I've always been like an entertainer in the sense that I always want to make people ha- laugh. I want everyone to have a good time. And it's great because the crew loves you and everybody's laughing all the time. Right. But the converse to that is you're exhausted. You're right. just giving everything right. and by half the day. You're, you just want to like, right. what? and then you ask yourself, why do I do that? And then you go home right. and you're exhausted. It's a right. clown that, you know, you painted smile and you go, right. and you go Oh my God, I'm a loser. Yeah. It's, it's funny. <laughs> I, I often, you know, because it's, it's such a grind uh, doing, you know, a show for so long. And I, I remember like there were days where pe- I just got very 
you know, uh, I did the opposite. I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't interact. I was just so tired and so exhausted. I would do my job, say my lines. I always knew what I was, I always knew what I was doing. I always knew my lines, but I didn't interact as much. And that's something I regret. I wish I was a little bit more like, you know what? We're all here. We're all family. And, and I didn't take it as seriously as I did. That's the one thing that I kind of uh, On I the did. whole run of Vampire yeah. Diaries. Oh, no, towards the end, because I was oh, towards just the end, so just, Yeah, well, that's understandable. I mean, yeah. you know, I think there's only so much you can do. There was days where I, I walked in, and I just, you know, wasn't in a good mood. And they're like, hey, and I go, what's going on, man? How are you? Mm-hmm. And just kind of in my head or exactly. whatever. And that's called humanity. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, we have bad days. That's why right. when I hear things like, um, you know, I so and so he's an asshole and i'm like who right and they're like john and i'm like why <laughs> right uh, my right. friends friends girlfriend cousin saw him at some screening and she went up to him and says hey i'm a big fan i like you and then he was just kind of like oh thanks and just kind of walked up kind of stand off <laughs> right I'm like, do right. you ever think that someone's having not a great day or right. someone died or right i don't always i give the right. benefit to, to look if you hear it consistently like this right. guy's an ass that guy's an ass right guy, then the truth kind of follows right you know it's right. sort of like uh it's obvious but right. right i wouldn't feel guilty i think a lot of actors do that where they just want to get on do yeah. their work. Yeah. They're not there to like, you know, entertain. They're there to do the yeah. work. Yeah. And that's that's okay. Yeah. You know, as long yeah. as you're not, Christ- I'm not always, Christian bailing on. Right, right. I'm not always like that, but I did I did sort of get that sort of like, oh man. I was just like by season eight, you're just like, dude, I can't. Holy shit. What the what the fo- yeah, what the following you had, because it was way bigger than Smallville. Right. Vampire Diaries was just like, holy shit. Right, you right. had that whole I mean, that fandom is insane right. in a good way. Like, right. they're just so supportive. So, right. and, uh, you know, when you're first doing the show, it's exciting. You have yeah. a hit. Yeah. But has there ever come a time where, you know, you're young and you're like, maybe we're cocky. Maybe we think, you know, uh, you know, this is cheesy or this is this. Or right. Can't we be more serious? Can't we? And right. you sort of go in that phase of like. I just want to do something else. I want mm-hmm. to do. Oh, totally. Oh, absolutely. We I all to, do. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, when you're uh, by season three or so, you're going, oh, shit, you know, I need to do some other stuff. I mean, I, I started to like really get into the whole like I need to, um, you know, be a thespian. And so I started to do like New York theater. Yeah. That was my thing during hiatus. I was just like going off and doing like off broad, obscure off Broadway awesome. plays. How did you have the the energy to do that i think i had the energy You're younger first of all i was younger but also it's just sort of um you're so you know how it is look i'm not knocking the show but at the end of the day you're doing a one hour you know cw drama inside of you is brought to you by rocket money I love Rocket Money. You know why? Because everyone should have Rocket Money because it just helps you save money. How many times do we have subscriptions that we don't even know we have anymore and we're paying so much money? It's just throwing away money, Ryan. I, I found one. You And you did it. You told I me. I found, got Rocket Money. <laughs> okay, I found one. It. I'm embarrassed to say how long it's been going on, but thank you for finding it. <laughs> My God. It was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, because it's like you want to watch some show and you go, oh, I have to subscribe to this uh, this streaming, dev- uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you you start streaming the show, you watch it, you leave, and you forget after this trial period it kicks in and it's they're charging terrible. you 10 bucks a month. It's, it is embarrassing. Ugh. You know, 75% of people have subscriptions they've forgotten about. 
before I started using Rocket Money, I thought I had, you know, like, oh, I have like five subscriptions. I could not believe it when they showed me I was paying for like four extra uh, between, you know, streaming advices and fitness apps, delivery services. It's never ending. And thanks to Rocket Money, I'm no longer wasting money on the ones I forgot about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lowering your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. I don't like that. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash inside. That's rocketmoney.com slash inside. Rocketmoney.com slash inside. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know how many times I have to talk about this, but it's so important. If you're sitting there right now and you're stressed or you're anxious or you have a lot on your mind and you just bottle it up and you don't know what to do, it's going to come out and it's not going to come out in great ways all the time. Um, BetterHelp has helped me substantially. Ryan here has been using it for a while. And I, you know, don't you notice when you don't use BetterHelp? When you don't have therapy? Oh, the weeks where I miss a session? Of course, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's like the more you talk about something, even if you don't think you have anything to talk about, things come up and it puts your mind at ease. And we all carry around different stressors, you know, big and small. And at times we keep carrying them around rather than processing them and letting them go. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy from BetterHelp is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's for all of us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. I think people think, oh, what if I don't like my therapist? If you don't, you switch them. It's that easy. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash inside today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash inside. Yeah, so by season three, you started feeling like, you know, uh, you know, I want to do other things. I need to be challenged more. I need to, yeah. you know, mix it up. I don't want to be just this guy. Well, you don't want to be, you don't want to be typecast, you know, and, and also you're like, okay, uh, you know, I, I have this pop culture fame to a degree, but am I respected? And I, I want to be respected by, you know, fellow actors. And so you're, you know, you're striving to do different kinds of things and, you know, but that's natural. I think everybody, you know, you always goes, want to prove goes, yourself. Always, I always. Mean, you always want to challenge yourself, prove yourself yeah. that I'm not just this guy. I could do a lot of other stuff. I, I right. studied theater. Right. I do off Broadway. Exactly. I'm not just that. And it's more like, you're, like we're thinking too much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do think like, for example, man, like it's, it's this very interesting thing where, you know, there is like this run Lola run thing where it's like, you know, I, I remember I auditioned for the vampire diaries. They said, you know, uh, you're not right for the part. I said, okay, cool. Different role. And I went and tested for like two other shows that were very mature, very adult, 
you know, it would have put me in a completely different category. Right. And, 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 but then Vampire Diaries called and suddenly I got that part. And I, I always think to myself, like, what if I'd gotten one of the other roles? It's funny how, like, it's just, you, you, you sort of, whatever you get cast in that makes you sort of, you know, you become known for that. Right. And so it's this funny thing where it's like, they're, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Pedro Pascal mm-hmm. is a great example. He screen tested for the Vampire Diaries spinoff, uh, the originals, and he didn't get the part. And now he's on. And by the way, he's a wonderful actor. I love yes. him. I love. And him. now he's on This Is Us. Uh, he's is on, not uh, Last of Us. Last of. They should combine those. The, Family. Yeah, it, it's a spinoff of This Is Us. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, no. But he was great on Narcos, and now he's on on that show. But in so any just case, turned that way. But it's funny how I, I think to myself, like, what if Pedro Pascal got <laughs> got the Vampire Diaries spinoff? You know, and I, it's just like it's so you're always thinking to yourself, like, did I make the right decision? And I am very happy with my decision. I think it's incredible, to, you know, but it's it's you're as a young actor, you're always questioning. These yeah, things. no, I agree. I, I think that it's funny how the and maybe it's different now because I think, you know, film is kind of, mer- you know, film merges in the TV mm-hmm. and vice versa. And mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want now. And no right. one cares. Right. But there's this sort of this um, there is this there was this mentality and maybe there is still that mentality where. For some reason, they think, you know, if you have a, a smash hit, like mm-hmm. This Is Us, mm-hmm. and great actors on that mm-hmm. show. I have friends on that show. But if someone's in Vampire Diaries or Smallville or some other show that have, happens to be on a different network, CW yeah. or Superhero or whatever, yeah. they don't think some of these actors aren't capable of doing what those right. guys yeah, are doing. Right, like, right, right. They, they, does that make sense? Of course. Like, yeah, it, it just, yeah, it's just yeah, To yeah, me, yeah. it's like... You know, just because we're on a show that deals with all this, you know, right. whatever, right, doesn't mean we don't have the chops. To, right. To, if we were on a different show with the writing and directing and the creating and the everything, no. it'd just be just as good. Uh, of course, because you're only as good as the writing and yeah. the production. Of course, yeah. It doesn't matter how good of an actor you are. Yeah. If you're a great actor and you're on on some okay show or some fluffy show or whatever the show, and I'm not saying vampire or small yeah, sure. or that, but yeah, you know yeah. the CW thing. You know, it doesn't mean you don't have the chops. Look at Malcolm in the Middle and look at fucking Cranston. Yeah, of course. He's a fucking genius. I so. got a great uh, Brian Cranston. Uh, he's a he's a buddy of mine. So so Brian, uh, so I was the lead of this show. This is before the Vampire Diaries. Is the lead of uh, this ABC Family show called Wolf. Fallen. Oh, Fallen. Yeah, yeah. And and it was this uh, show about this. Uh, it was it was a great mini series about like this guy. It was based on a book. Uh, this boy who's um, young kid who's like a fallen angel. Um, uh, and he figures out that he's actually like the son of the devil. And it was going to be this huge stunt casting thing at the end of, uh, episode five, where we reveal the devil, um, Lucifer. And they were like, we're going to cast someone amazing. We're going to cast someone amazing. And, um, I was waiting, I was waiting, waiting, waiting for who they were going to cast. And suddenly they're like, we got the dad from Malcolm in the middle. And I was like, wait, what? What do you mean you got the, I was like the dad from Malcolm in the middle. How is he going to play Lucifer? Like, I don't see how this is going to work. He's, he's, it's comedy. And Brian came on the show. And I remember being like, I don't know that Brian can play the devil. Um, because I only knew him from Malcolm in the middle. Of course, he, goofy his pants off all the time. Right. right. Whatever, goofy right. over the top. And I was right. like, I don't see how. So anyway, Brian, of course, nailed it and was brilliant. Cause he's Brian. Um, and then he went on to get Breaking Bad, um, and then went on to then, you know, be who he is yeah. today. Um, but it's this funny, even I 
even I was guilty of of, right. of of judging Brian Cranston, who's you know arguably one of the greatest actors uh, uh, right now. Period. Um, that's working, and 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 I was judging him based on Malcolm in the Middle. See, you know, we all do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sure they would say this. Uh, I don't know if they'd say it because I have hair. I mean, would they say, "Oh, Lex Luthor's playing this role"? I don't think they would. Do you? What now? Now, uh, I'm a completely different person. You are completely different from Lex Luthor. That is true. I think enough time has passed, too. <laughs> I was looking at Ryan. Ryan, tell me what I want to hear. Yeah. Tell me what I want to hear. Um, let's talk about this. So you come from a Polish family. Yeah. I had no idea. I, I knew nothing about you. I started right. looking. I'm like, you speak Polish? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fluidly, without yeah. without skipping a beep. Do you talk to your parents? So, yes. The answer is yes. When I was younger, that was my first language because my parents didn't really speak English very well. And my grandparents only spoke Polish. So that was it. Growing up, I was I was living there for a short time when I was a kid, back and forth, going there all the time. Um, and then, you know, as you get older, you're you move out of your parents' house, you start speaking English, you know, exclusively. And suddenly you start speaking English with your parents. Um, my parents are very thick accents, but now it doesn't come as easily to me anymore. I'm fluent. I understand everything, but I have to search for words. My accent is still really good. It's there, but I've lost that that sort of natural rhythm that I always had as a child, which so they, drives they, me crazy. Does it drive them crazy? Drives me crazy, drives them crazy. I also, my dream is to get cast in a, like a, a Polish role. So that I and so that I it forces me to to go back, back in the yeah, groove. Get back in the groove. Stella did it. Who did it? Stella. Stella. Stella got her groove back. <laughs> yeah. It took me a minute. <laughs> I was gonna let you it find took, it. It took me a minute. Um so if I, I I mean you probably hate to do it, but like if you just start talking to me in, in Polish. Uh it's Polish, right? In Polish. Polish yeah. Right, yeah. 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 Um Pavijao. Um I a dog is PS. P.S. P.S. My, my puppy P.S. is all over the place. <laughs> exactly. Constantly. That's why. That's why we got it from piss. P.S. Yeah. No. Yes. But yeah. I love that. Can you do other accents? Um, like Borat. You can do Borat. Nice. I can do Borat. That's good. I like him. I like. Yeah. That's good. Uh, <laughs> could you do pretty much any accent if you were asked to German? No. Well, it's funny because my girlfriend is um, German slash Brazilian, but she speaks fluent German. My grandfather spoke fluent German. But anyway, that's her first language is, I mean, I guess it's like Portuguese German, but German is such a specific language. Um, it's terrifying, first of all. Um, and <laughs> Everything sounds like, heights mode! Yeah, exactly, exactly. in the Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like that you literally are, uh, if you're in Germany, you just feel like you're in trouble all the time. But yeah. maybe that's just me and my, my Polish roots. I'm just, uh, it's ingrained in my DNA to be terrified of Germans. Yeah, well, they took over Poland. <laughs> right, well, that happened. I'm a Jew, yeah, so I kind of relate. Yeah, that whole thing. Um, yeah. But, you know, um, yeah. I have a lot of German friends and, you know, they don't want to hurt me. Yeah, but no, uh, yeah, but I I know a little German, but you know, ich habe in the gemacht means I, I have no. I shit my pants. I okay. Well, that's good because I'm going to need that one of these You're days. You're going to tell your girlfriend in German. German. She goes, well, I'm going to need Paul, that. Paul, uh, that's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Why would you say nine, that? Nine, nine. But isn't Scheiße shit? Shit, Scheiße. Okay, ich bin müde. I'm tired. Okay. I How know, do you know all this? Uh, when I did this, we talk about. It. I did a horrible movie in Germany years, so many years ago before small. What's it called? Yeah, it's called Rave Macbeth. Rave Macbeth. I hate bringing this okay, up. Okay. It, well, here's why it got so it was so bad. <laughs> it was Macbeth in a rave. 
Okay. We had Kirk Baltz from Sounds Reservoir Dogs. He's the guy that got his ear cut off. Uh-huh. Okay, sure. Dogs. Yeah. Really sure. great actor. Okay. But we had to redo all the audio. We had to do ADR for the entire audio. They lost it. And they it, just like it, literally it, lost the cassette yeah, tape. Well, it was gone. And they were completely just, damaged. Just, okay. And we <laughs> had to loop the whole I was miserable for wow. four days. It was a lead, all my dialogue. Oh and my it looks God. like shit. Oh, when I no. scream, ah! Yeah, it's like it's, it's like, like you're, you're watching some, yeah. uh, you know, like a Bruce Lee Asian like, movie yeah, yeah. in in English, yeah. where, you know, or whatever, or vice yeah. versa. It, yeah, it's 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 it, yeah. That's how I learned. I had a, right. a guy named Nico who picked me up. Mr. Michael, what? Uh, good morning. I'm like, good, good morning, Nico. How do I say I shit my pants, Michael? <laughs> how do you want to know these things? I love that's Nobody. the first thing you ask. You're like, how do I'm I say American. I shit my pants? That's no, you need useful. You know, useful communication. Yeah, I feel like but I know like Kopfschmerz oh. and I have a headache. I know right. Maul, Heizmaul, shut your mouth. I will Nase, Augen, uh, you know, yeah. words like that. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I do that. It's so funny too, because my whole life I was always doing impressions and I was always doing, watching movies like, because I never went to a high school dance or anything. I always stuck in my room and copied movies from one VCR to another right, VCR right. and never went out. I mean, I was not a popular guy. And I just always thought I would use these. I use them in real life for my friends and we joke right. and fun, but I've never gotten a role. What's up with that? Where I have to do some accent, except uh, one, one role I had to do like a Southern accent in Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. And I did a little something for this show Breaking In where I just kind of had this thing, man, a little McConaughey mm. in a way, but it wasn't mm. like, all right, man, here's mm. one, whatever. Right. But um, pretty yeah, good. Not, not a ton. Oh, yeah. He's, I think anybody could do McConaughey, can't they? G give me one, Ryan. Uh, <clears throat> all right, all right, all right, all right. How about you? Can you uh, what's right. that? Uh, uh, they just oh, I just keep getting older, they just stay the same, same age. That's, what, what, is I, it? that's what I like about these freshman what, girls. That's man. right. <laughs> I, I what is that? Older. What is that? What is that from? They stay the same, uh, age. Uh, days and confused. confused. That's yeah. right. Hey, why don't you get rid of these little dorks and head out with me, man? <laughs> I don't know. I don't do McConaughey. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike, Wine.com, Samsung, Lenovo, Sephora, and more and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. But um, so you you got you you were raised in New Jersey. Yeah, were your parents like they wanted you to become an actor? No, or was it completely like 
what are you doing? I think it's funny. I was reading that book out. Uh, what is that Malcolm Gladwell book where he keeps talking about like time and a place and you got to be lucky because you're in, you know, a lot of times like, you know, he was talking about like Bill Gates and his success because he had a computer in his school and it was like a, a dime, uh, a needle in a haystack to have a computer in a school at that time. I think it's one of those things where I don't think I would have been an actor if I didn't grow up in close proximity of New York City. Mm. I grew up 45 minutes outside of New York City, and I don't think I would have been an actor unless I got kicked off the hockey team, which I did. I kicked off the hockey team. I was bored out of my mind. I had nothing to do. Why did you get kicked off? Fighting. Isn't that what you're supposed to do in hockey? That's I play hockey. Yeah, but like fighting with a coach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's not different. That's yeah. I started doing theater in high school. And I fell in love with it, man. I just thought it was so great. And I told my parents I loved it. And then, you know, I started doing these acting classes in the city because it was right there. An agent saw me and said, do you want to audition for that stuff? fast. Boom. And then I got a soap opera. And then Guiding I Guiding Light? Yeah, yeah. No, my first one was Another World. And I was so excited. I signed a series regular contract and then it got canceled uh, three months later. Uh, which was a dis- after after being the longest show. All it took was me getting on the show. <laughs> it was literally, by the way, it was the longest show in the history of television. It started, Another world. Yeah, it started on radio and it moved into transition from radio into television. And then I get on the show and it gets canceled. So oh, oh, what's no. the story? Don't put but me it, on it's a show. blessing in disguise. It's a blessing in disguise because then Guiding Light saw me. They threw me on their show. Do you remember and the then, theme song for Guiding Light? I have no idea. Or Another World? No idea. It wasn't A Whole New World. I, it may have been. That, that was a movie. <laughs> it may have been. But, but so, so then you did Guiding Light. And then <laughs> yeah. you, so you dropped out of high school or Did, no, college? So college. I, Rutgers. You went to Rutgers. Well, yeah, I was in high school doing Guiding Light. And I, but I, and I barely graduated and then I went to Rutgers for like a, a semester thinking, oh, well, this acting thing isn't going anywhere, which is what we all do. And then I was just like, cause my dad is, you know, he's a computer engineer. My mom's, you know, a, a psychologist. And I was, my sister's a lawyer, like everyone's pretty academic. Right. And so here I am like goofing off doing some soap opera. And I thought this isn't going to last, but then it just kept i kept doing stuff kept working and then i dropped out of Rutgers, thinking i'll just go back i'll do this for another year and then i'll go back to school and get a real job and then i just never went back and here i am with greg in laurel canyon oh greg you know and let's not get his attention yeah you're right by the way he's doing well he's doing really well yeah my dog blanche Blanche would she'd be all right i think he's good he just needs to like understand the environment that he's in he's like okay we're gonna sit here for a little yeah takes a minute my puppy is just driving me crazy 16 days i don't know when this will air but 16 days and it's like take him out 25 minutes every 25 minutes every you know regulating his water intake yeah and and he'll come right back in the house after pee look at me and just piss what's the uh, i don't know i I tell you what i did with him the you know the crate training i am he's he's in a crate and i leave for an hour he shits in the crate after he's already shit interesting every time i leave interesting so i don't know what to do i'm you know what i'm doing I'm, i'm sending him away Really? To a boarding school for six day, seven days or maybe two weeks. Okay. Yeah, he has to get some more shots, and then I'm going to do that. I'm going to have him. Just make sure you pick a good one. Oh, yeah, this one's highly recommended. Yeah. My friends are we deal with a lot of rescues. Okay. My friend has a rescue, Shira, oh. um, Animal Rescue Mission, and yeah, all that Great. stuff. Okay, good. And I know you're involved with the yeah. Humane Society. You've I been raising it. money for years. Yeah, 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 I have. That's amazing. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm a huge animal rights uh, advocate, and now, you know, like even just rescuing Greg, um, who was, you know, left in some like in the middle of the desert or whatever, some crazy as, as all these puppies are and, uh, at rescuing him just made me even more empathetic. And so, yeah, I've been working with, um, with organizations, uh, a ton. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. I just find animals to be in many ways so much more interesting than humans. Like they're so funny. Greg is uh, my, my dog. Like he will sometimes surprise me so much with his intelligence. Other times I think he's, I'm like, how do you not know this? Yeah. And then other times he just, he just, that, yeah. I marvel at his, at his, at his mind, you know? And I just find animals to be so interesting. You know? Yeah. So no, they are. And they're wonderful. You just look at, you know, my dog was bring, being brought to a kill shelter mm -hmm. and this rescue intervened mm -hmm. and stopped and they were called LA Pets Alive. Okay. Small little mm -hmm. rescue and just this, old guy named john and i happened to walk into a some pet store and where i never would go because wow. my friend wanted to go and i saw this little puppy in a wow. cage and i go uh i gotta take him and I, I don't know what the fuck i was thinking right it's but i love him yeah and it's but you know i, I good for people who are rescuing animals yeah. i mean you know i i we can get into that all day but you know you so you work closely with humane society yeah. you're you're a vegan yeah is that hard yeah that's got to yeah. be hard. If you yeah. had a hamburger right now, would you throw up? I haven't had a hamburger. I, I It's funny. Not really. First of all, no, I would throw up. Um, But I also haven't. I didn't eat hamburgers when I was a kid. Mm. So it's like, it's more. What about um, Polish sausage? Well, that I did eat. There you go. That I did eat. It's irresistible. <laughs> but what it's about? What's it about? You know, it's just like, I, um, yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't crave meat. I don't crave meat. I will say when I'm traveling, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. You know, it's, and then you end up eating like shit. So I think it's just like, you know, and then, and then, you know, there's moments where you slip up and, you know, it's like you're plant based because, you know, you eat something, you don't even know what it is. And then you're like, oh shit. And then, you know, I, but I haven't had, you know, any type. I wasn't eating beef for, I haven't eaten beef in 15 years, man. I just don't even, wow. I don't, yeah, I don't even think about it. I think honestly, I would probably, the thing is, I'm a thin guy. So are you. But like, I yeah. know that if I stop eating meat, I'm going to get really bored with my meals. Uh, I mean, I can go Impossible Burger, right? Right. But there's there's a lot of stuff in there that kind of is more a lot of stuff that's not great. Right. In there well, too. It's 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 this. Uh, I don't really eat. I I eat. That's not true. I eat some Impossible Burgers and Beyond Burgers once in a while. But I think it's more like I'd rather have the the the, the stuff whatever stuff is in there than some of the shit that goes on in the meat oh, industry. Yeah, yeah. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I understand that. I'm yeah. trying. I just. Yeah. My problem is, and I got to stop this. Like I, I was smoking a little bit, and I stopped that. It's like 23 days now. I'm done. I'm fucking done this time. That's it smoking dude i mean that's the I, worst thing I, in the world I, it's the worst thing in the world i i, I fucking love smoking oh, i don't yeah. smoke i don't smoke but i enjoy the 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 feeling i enjoy the the habit i love the ritual it, i know going and out it, i'm gonna go outside I, now i'm gonna great. sit there i'm gonna have a smoke i have a smoke and I'm gonna go back about in, you. i know but you smell like shit smell like shit and then you i'm trying to get nicorette as a as a sponsor because yeah. honestly scott com was on the podcast and yeah. afterwards we went in the back and i had a smoke yeah and i go you don't smoke he's like no no i quit many years ago yeah and i go i just can't do it i can't kick it I'm, yeah i don't know why i've been so stressed i'm smoking i just yeah, i don't know what, right and he goes he literally had this right here this yeah. cigarette thing yeah and the lozenge is low dose two milligrams uh -huh. and he just went and he put them on the table he goes take Boom. these really and now since i, I took the first one I really not touched a cigarette wow i, I texted him yesterday and told him since you left me i have not smoked a cigarette that's now, amazing i want it what i want to do is like stop eating chips at night yeah. and pretzels yeah. and yeah. All, this all this shit. shit. And then I'm I like, know. you know, and then like, oh, it's okay. How about I'm going to have a fruit salad before I go to bed? And they're like, no, the fruits are really hard. Like, right. It gives you all this energy. I'm like, oh, so I can't even have fruits. 
and I just get so upset. And the thought of like, I don't know. I just got to stop it because of health. Health yeah. reasons. I don't have health reasons. Knock on wood, but I'm gonna have them. I just think about like how do i not want to die and then like the 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 thought of just not being able to use my lungs by the way i smoked for years and like just the thought of it is what is enough for me yeah you know what i mean yeah fuck i mean you and you have kids and no i don't kids you don't have two dogs really yeah i don't kids. i don't have kids either thank god i mean not for you for me (laughs) thank god you don't have kids you have kids no you have kids no just dogs you just Just have dogs yeah i didn't listen right away i'm I'm sorry i don't know why i thought you had kids no, no kids. I mean, wow. I once got a girl pregnant. Right. <laughs> but she didn't have a kid. Right. Her choice. Right. Right. But right. I, you know. No, but that's much different. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you're not a kid's guy. No, I love kids. Do you want to have kids one you know, day? It's nice to see a cute kid and one of my friend's kids and I play with him for 20 minutes and I go, oh, all right. Do you want to have kids? No, I don't think so. Really? I'm 50. Um, I, I, I could barely deal with a pup. If you saw the right. text messages to my friends, right. I can't do it. I got to send him back. Right. He got all the shots. I'll, I'll take care of whatever. I'll, get, I'll find him a family. This is, this is too hard. The other two dogs were easy. And they're like, just right. calm down. And everybody knows everything about dogs. Right. Like, listen, have you tried this? I'm like, fuck you. Yes, I've tried that. Have you taken him out every hour, every 25 minutes? <laughs> and they go on. Everybody's a Monday morning quarterback. Right. So whatever. Right. But anyway, back to you. Yeah. So, uh, you start acting, you do guiding light, all yeah. these things, they start happening. Mm. You move out to LA. Mm. Kind of. Kind of. Not really. What do you mean? Well, I didn't, I never wanted to leave New York. I, I got a New York City. I got a little place in New York City. And then I got a pilot that took me to Vancouver. And I was out in Vancouver. And then my agent said, well, why don't you come to LA for a month? And I was like, all right. And I went to LA for the pilot season bullshit. You know how that, how that oh, is. Man. And I was out in LA and I hated it. I just hate it. And I kept telling myself, okay, two more weeks, another week. I got a pilot. I ended up getting some show. It shot in LA. I was miserable. And then I just hated LA for years, man. And now I just think it's the greatest place. That's what happened to me. I moved from New York. I I said, I'll never leave New York. I moved out there to do a show. It wasn't a great show. Yeah. And, um, I said, I was miserable. I haven't found, I didn't find my group yet. People, I was hanging around some folks I shouldn't hang out with. Mm -hmm. I was just young and stupid and just trying to figure it out and the glitz and glamour of Hollywood and, you know, I didn't have much money. And all of a sudden, after I started to get the right people, the friends, the, yeah. the things, the playing softball, yeah. playing, mm-hmm. doing fun things, I never want to go back to New York. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I never want to be in that miserable cold again. Yeah, I the, never the want to be in the miserable sucks. heat with the, sorry if you're New Yorkers. I'm a, I'm a born New Yorker. My whole family's from New York. I like to visit for a couple days, maybe see a show. But yeah. It's funny, you know, I, I, I feel it's funny because I'm getting a place in New York as we speak, but I, 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 my family's there. I can go to New York. Like I love landing in New York and being there for the first 24 hours. And then it just drains me. Oh yeah. Um, LA, I, I live on the West side and I just, what I love, but I love the culture in New York and I love being able to see my family. That's the reason I'm getting a place there. And you know, it's like, it's just fun to get on a, a skateboard or a bike or something and just like, you know, run around the city and stop by various spots. But man, the West side for me is where it's at. Like just the hiking, hiking with my dog, surfing, riding my motorcycles. I just love, I love nature, man. I crave that shit. I envy you. I always talk about this. I'm sort of like a hermit, man. I, yeah. I Look, I like playing ice hockey on Mondays, tennis on Tuesdays, softball I on love Thursdays, ice hockey. an occasional hike. 
but I'm not a big nature guy. I think because partly I'm colorblind and everything's kind of muted. Uh-huh. Nothing looks as pretty as everyone thinks. You know, as what do you what colors do you see? Just a like red, green. Like I can't differentiate. You're kidding uh, me. I, you know, traffic lights look white when I and, and it's funny because I ask my cousin who's colorblind, my brother. I'm like, what color do you see in a traffic wow. light? He goes. Well, the red and the yellow kind of merge. If they weren't in order, I wouldn't know. So you don't really know what and red and yellow is. I kind I could see a real red and go, that's red. Sometimes oh, people see. say, well, it's more of an orange. But yeah, well, that's actually a, But I mess up colors all the time. Wow. But uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, I'll say, what color do you see a traffic light? And they go, white. And I go, that's what I see. Right. You know, I've taken all those colorblind tests. My, my wow. friend Tom still thinks, he, he, I think he fucks with me, but he's always like, you're not colorblind. Right. Like, what, oh, what are so you talking about? I mean, I, I, I don't know if it's the colors. I just, I don't, I never get, it sounds, I, I hate myself for like talking about this in this way, but like, I never get like bored when I'm like walking with my dog and there's like trees and like little sounds and birds and shit. I'm always like, and it sounds so lame and maybe it's because no, I'm 40. it's not lame. But I'm just like, I don't give a shit about anything. I don't care. I'm just like this it's is your so time. Awesome. Yeah, it's your dog's I just time. Love it, man. What movie is that from? You're absolutely right, Mr. Spicoli. It is our time. Oh, it's Johnson. Uh, it's Ferris Bueller. No, Spicoli. Fast oh, times Fast Times. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Spicoli's uh, Sean. Spicoli's Sean Penn, right? Sean yeah, Penn, yeah, yeah, which okay, he doesn't yeah. like to talk about. He doesn't like to, you know, whatever. He he he's the guy that originated the sort of West Side Surfer. Whoa. Yeah. What's up, bro? That's he's the guy that like Rides invented some tasty that. waves. Yeah, he was awesome. You knock when you enter, Curtis. Entree. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So uh, all good. right. So I, I like that. I like that. You yeah. know, you love L.A. Now love you it. still love New York. Yeah. You have that ability to do that. <clears throat> Did. So you started getting pilots and stuff. Yeah. Do you remember the audition for Vampire Diaries? Oh, dude, it was hell. How many auditions? Dude, I'm not exaggerating. I've been doing this for a while. I've done a ton of, you know, TV pilots and it's always stressful. You know how that shit is. Screen testing and doing the network and the studio, all that crap. It's brutal. This was the worst experience of my life. I mean, I read for Ian Somerhalder's role first and I got a call back. Uh, then they, then I didn't hear from them. I told you I tested for some other shows and then they, I get a frantic phone call. They've done three rounds of testing. They can't find anybody for this role of Stefan, the younger brother. Uh, they'll bring you in, uh, read for it. I went and read for it. They said, great, you're testing the next day. I went back, I went and I showed up and because it started shooting in a week, they, we're testing, I think, 14 guys. I'm not exaggerating. They were all there? All there. I've been there. It was, uh, 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 they flew two out from Australia, one out from New Zealand, a few out from England. Anybody that New we York. would know? Oh, yeah. Because uh, I can name so um, many people that I tested with that got the roles that I didn't. It's so funny because I actually, like at the time, was pretty oblivious to it. But I remember Julie Pleck, who was a co-creator of the show, ended up t- t- telling me one day all the actors that read for my part. Wow. And it was this like incredible list of, you know, uh, uh, you know, A-listers and all these people. And anyway, so I go in there and I swear it was like, I, I mean, it was like... Uh, you know, you'd go in, you'd read for it once, then they'd be like, okay, wait outside. Then they'd come out with like a clipboard and they'd be like, you go home. And then some guy would be go home with his bags. And then they'd go and okay, read again. And they would come out. Okay, you two go home. Mm-hmm. Boom, those guys. And it like, it was like this, like, I felt like I was on Survivor. And it was like dwindled <laughs> down and suddenly it was down to like me and just like one dude. 
And um, and then there was the final. I mean, I think I read for it like six or seven times. The one good thing about that is that there was no network. It was just studio. And then they decided to film the audition and send it to the network um, because they just couldn't. They had to get, um, you know, everyone uh, to Vancouver to shoot. But I'll tell you, I uh, I had a real specific approach, which was Nina, who was already cast as the lead girl, was there and everybody in uh in that audition uh room during that process was kissing her ass because she was in the hallways and she was like everyone was like going up to her and saying hi and kissing her ass thinking you know if they ask her who did you like you know maybe she'll like me and i was like fuck that i'm not gonna look her in the eye and i'm also not gonna introduce myself and i'm not gonna i'm just gonna sit in the corner because not because i was trying to be rude but because in the scene we were supposed to not know who one another it was supposed to be a mystery we were Ooh. supposed to meet i know it's very method no we i like to, it fuck you we it works we were supposed to meet in uh in that exact moment and i thought well fuck that i want our moment to be really special i want her to get to know me in that moment and i and and nina remembers this and i just remember her like looking over at me wanting to say hi to me and introduce herself and i just turned away and i and i think she thought initially like who the fuck does this guy think he is but anyway, I went in there and I just remember our audition, the audition. And the first time we ever met in real life was actually mm. in that audition room. And I, and it was just a very magical moment. And I felt it wow. and she felt it. And I know all those studio executives felt it. And I think that's what landed me the part. Actually, And then afterwards you say, you know, that I was doing this for yeah, a reason. Yeah, of course. And she was like. And she, and she talks about it in, in interviews. She even says like, Paul was so dismissive and rude and i didn't know what to make of it but then in the in the in the audition it totally worked wow yeah. but then you left her wondering god is he gonna be an asshole on set <laughs> right Jesus, exactly. i don't know and then that. surprise i was surprise yeah, yeah. i'm not talking to anybody <laughs> yeah. in my, i'm in my head that was later on in the show <laughs> right um how soon after a how soon after did you know i think we have a hit on our hands or b did you and, and b did you ever think is your job in jeopardy? Do you think you're going to get fired? Oh, dude, I thought I was going to get fired for the first three to four years of 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 you know doing the show. Why? Every day. Because they actually made us. They, so it, it was actually kind of something that they did that was somewhat unfair. So a lot of young kids on the show, a lot of party kids, a lot of like you know without you know everyone was in their like early twenties. You know, and they're all just like going out and getting hammered and, you know, it's Screwing like- Screwing around yeah, with each other. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and so the first, you know, season, you know, was like a lot of people were showing up to work late. A lot of like, you know, things of that nature. And I wasn't, man. I was taking the shit so seriously. I was literally sitting at home studying my lines and trying to, and working out and getting in shape for the role and all that crap. But they said from the beginning, you know, they brought us all in and they said, just so you guys know, you're all expendable. Every one of you. They said every, that. Yeah. Every single one oh of you. This isn't the, this isn't the, 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 my character's name was Stefan. This isn't the Stefan Diaries. This isn't the Elena Diaries. This right. isn't the, you know, this is the Vampire Diaries and any one of you can go. And they, they, and so I was we were all petrified that, that we would get fired. That is the worst yeah. thing to do. Yeah, and it really put this That's stress. what they do, though. Yeah, it is something they, they want you not to, we don't know if the show's gonna get picked up. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? The yeah. numbers are outraged. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah. Exactly. Hey, renegotiations. Exactly. Uh, this means I'm a part of an integral part of it, so I'll make some more money. Right. Well, this show is paying for a lot of our shows that are failing. So right. Right. Like, what right. are you talking about? <laughs> right. In the real world, if you're part of yeah. a business and you know you're an integral part, yeah. hopefully it yeah. doesn't always happen. But like, yeah, that's that's kind of yeah. shit. Yeah, no, I mean it it was a way, and I will say it worked because people <laughs> started to not to not show up late, etc. But for myself, I was a little bit like, man, like, you know. I I was already taking it very seriously, but in any case, so yes, I always felt like I was going to get fired. Um, as far as the question, you know, did did I know we had a hit? Like this was before Twitter and Instagram oh, yeah. and all this crap, so you don't know. Yeah, you know. So it's not like you can like go on and see that it's a trending, you know, show or right. whatever the hell. Um, and so I just remember being like, I guess people are watching this. I don't know. And you know, with the, um, overnight ratings and all that, like you never know, you hear about the ratings like a few days later, but I remember this, this very distinct, um, I was moment I was in, uh, Atlanta and the pilot or the season had just started airing. And, um, I just remember I was staying at like the W hotel for some bizarre reason. And I walked down the lobby and someone goes, Oh, you're the guy from the Vampires. And I just remember being like, oh, wow, no way. You watched the show? I was so excited. It was my first time getting recognized from the show. And then I go to the, and I was super happy. And I go down to the valet and the valet is like, you're the guy from the Vampire. And then I pulled up to some other place and he goes, you're the guy. And I went, wow. oh shit. Like five people just recognized me like within the span of like seven minutes. And I thought, okay, maybe maybe uh, people are watching this. And then after that, that was that was when I knew we had a hit. That's, that's amazing. You know, yeah. my reality was then was i always felt like poor me but i always felt like um i just wasn't important i wasn't anybody i wasn't mm -hmm. and so when i started getting recognized and people came up to me i felt like oh wow i am somebody right i'm somebody <laughs> i'm someone yeah they, they notice me someone notices me yeah it was kind of a and you had such a distinct because you shaved your head yeah you know you shaved commit it's not like you put a uh, one of those no thank god by the way i begged for um, and, and you look great with a shaved head i thank you i, I you know I, what i, I mean think so but thank thank you well because it could have gone south you could have just shaved they would have fired me like, too because yeah. everybody had to look good right right and i was always scared i was gonna get fired i've told this story before but like i always felt like you know, I have a bump on the back of my head. I'm not as good looking as the other cast members. I'm kind of awkward. I'm like the, I don't know. I'm not a natural I thought you beauty. Were the best, you were the best thing in the show. Oh, thank you. Well, thanks yeah. for saying that. No, I really feel that way. But really? I think a lot of people felt that way. You know, it's funny. I, I didn't hear that till I think really the show ended. Really? I mean, I I heard, oh, you're great. You're But I, I it was almost like years after the show. It, now it starts to. I, I hear it more, like people at conventions and people that are, I, I, but I didn't hear that you're the, you're the best. I, I remember, really I remember like a very specific. I I I I don't remember. I look, it's been a while, but I just remember like having that sort of like impression when I got on the show. I was like, oh, he's like the the you know, with all due respect to all the other cats, I was like, he's like the interesting, like, I thought your choices were interesting. Your style was interesting. Things you were doing were interesting. It was like much less sort of CW. Right. And it was a little more sort of like, um, a different approach, which I, which I really respected. Thank you. Yeah. You know, yeah. honestly, I think a lot of that has to do with also the writing, you mm -hmm. know, giving me things that are interesting. Right. Different scenes with more right. mature people. Right. It, but look, at the end of the day, you ask nine out of 10 girls, favorite character, they're going to go <laughs> yeah. Clark Kent. <laughs> yeah, and then right. it's the one cool, cool chick yeah, of that's course. like, hey, 
Yeah, I like right the here, freaking right. Lex Luthor freak, <laughs> which I love. Yeah, it's funny because on my show, I mean, it's it's you know, it was like uh, everyone loved the bad boy, everyone loved uh, Damon, and then there's like the occasional like I like Stefan in, in the back, <laughs> in the back, like you know, yeah. everyone and she gets booed and there's tomatoes thrown in her. <laughs> Did yeah. you, uh, when did you really start becoming close friends with Ian? Was it immediate? Yeah, it was pretty immediate. Ian and I uh, uh, are like, we're totally different human beings. I mean, like you could not, we are like oil and vinegar in that sense. And I think, I think, but that that worked well for us in a yin and yang way. It worked great for our on-screen chemistry. It worked great for sort of having the two brothers being polar opposites, yin and yang energy. And we just really kind of understood immediately that we would work well together and that we could create a, a really good uh, dramatic uh, television series with our different personalities. Yeah. And I think that lended itself lends itself to our relationship off screen, which we sort of are very similar. Now we have a business together and it's like, you know. Brothers Bond Bourbon. Brothers Bond Bourbon. And Where can they get that? In stores? Anywhere. I anywhere. Mean, Amazon? Yeah, actually. Anywhere. Yeah. Brothers Bond Bourbon. And yeah. it's doing well. It's, it's, it's doing a great. straight bourbon whiskey. Yeah, we have, we have, uh, you can get Brothers Bond. I'm going to get a bottle. You should. I am. I'm going to buy I mean, a bottle. You can literally go down to Whole Foods and grab a bottle. Um, How about the uh, country store? Uh, maybe they might question. have it i don't know so it's, it's it's some of the some of the smaller shops it's like it's like hit or miss but uh we're big online and um more more so uh in re getting more and more into like restaurants and bars and stuff but this uh like you know the business that we started it's doing really well and it's like we approach it completely differently and that's what's great about it we have a complete yin and yang approach ian's like oh my god optimism positive positive and i'm like here's the worst case scenario and which is most likely to <laughs> That's happen yeah. yeah this is you know this is what we're all gonna you know we're gonna go bankrupt and then so we we meet in the middle <laughs> you know we meet i right do that with middle. my, my yeah. friend tom we're, we're doing some kind of product i won't yeah. say what it is yet but we just met the guy who's the manufacturer and i'm like so uh He's like going, it's easy. You just, we, we, you buy this many at this month. They have, it's all, it's all done. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, insurance wise. Right. How does this <laughs> yeah, work? Right, exactly. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Exactly. We can't get sued. No, no, it's on the exactly. manufacturer. Oh, can you give me that in writing? My business manager's on the phone. Mm -hmm. I want this to be legit. All right. So you and Ian have been friends for many, many years. You still yeah. have this friendship. Um, you have this bourbon. Uh, it's, yeah, it's incredible. You talk how often? Oh my God, dude. I mean, it's a full-time job. It's like, it's it's absolutely insane. I mean, we're every day, emails, threads, uh, text wow. messages. We have employees. We have, um, you know, we have an office. We have, um, I mean, Where's every your office? Santa single day. We have, well, Ian and I have like a little office in Malibu, actually, that we share. It's just like our little studio we'll, we'll do. Um, you know, tastings or zooms and things of that nature. And, you know, but then our, our, most of our, our team is in Texas and, and believe it or not, Canada, but um, man, it's a whole thing. It started out as this COVID project. We were like, hey, okay, let's just cool. make a bourbon. Well, we talked about it. You, you, I don't know if you ever saw Vampire Diaries, but all we did was drink bourbon. Right. I mean, it was like a thing. It was like, so we wanted to do bourbon it for years. Brothers. It makes perfect yeah. sense. Well, that, by the way, so all the, the fans would say like, you know, when, when we would do these like conventions or something, they would say like, you know, why don't you guys have a bourbon? Why don't you guys have a bourbon? And uh, so many years they were saying that and we kept saying, why aren't we doing this? And then we finally did it. So it was like one of those things we, we've been talking about it forever. And we've been drinking bourbon forever. You know, we shot in the South. Wow. We shot the pilot in Vancouver and then we moved the series to Atlanta. Right, to Atlanta. It's all bourbon down there. 
I love so, that. I yeah. love it. Well, look, there's tons of stuff. I mean, you went on to direct and produce. Yeah. You directed an episode. You directed like Shadowhunters. You had a four television show deal with Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Had, you, have, you do all these things. Do you still like, look, protosorially, is that your thing? Like you want to more produce and create? Do you still love acting or do you just want to do it all? Yeah, it's funny. I mean, it's, it's uh, when a great role comes around. Like right now, I'm doing Star Trek. James T. Kirk, Paramount series, Strange New Worlds. It's just that's a lot of work, isn't it? Oh, beyond man. Is it hard? Do you like? Are you? Were you nervous? Because it's only done one season, right? It's only done. uh, Yes, it's only done one season. We shot season two. It hasn't aired yet. How well is it going? Well, I tell you, I I could not ask for a better cast. I mean, these people, and and again, I'm not a series regular, right? So I come in. I'm a recurring. And they welcome me with open arms. They are so awesome. The showrunner, uh, uh, Akiva Goldsman, is just the best. I just adore him. And Henry Alonzo Myers. Um, and they're just like the nicest. And Anson Mount, who's the lead. I love Anson. Is, I just had, yeah, I've had Anson on before, but I want to have him again. He's good friend. Just, he's just such a good dude. Yeah, he's really a good dude. I mean, dude. Ethan Peck, who plays Spock, is such, he's a good friend of mine. I got to watch this. I actually want to watch this. It's a great show. And it's really interesting. We play with timelines. So we haven't actually met James T. Kirk in, in his real, like we, we met an alternate version of James T. Kirk. We haven't met James T. Kirk um, as we know him from the original series, which we are, uh, which we will in season two. And, um, you know, I just, uh, it's daunting. I've gotten to know William Shatner. You um, talked to him about the role and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you say? Like, congratulations you're playing this role I, well it's funny it's I, and i said this story i've i've told this story before i hope so spock doesn't hate the, you the, like he hated me the most bizarre bizarre thing happened so i shot the first episode of star trek they told me they haven't announced that I, they hadn't announced that i got cast and they said don't tell anyone whatever you do, don't tell anyone i said okay cool i won't i'm uh, uh i i'm <laughs> flying <know>. from chicago <laughs> to la and I get on the plane, and I and I had just binged every episode of the original series. I've and, watched you know, all, all that well. shit, right? So I and I look up, and I'm like, "Is that?" I get on the plane, and I'm like, "Is that William Shatner?" I was like, "This can't be." And he had just gotten back from space with Bezos, and, and I all guarantee that. he was reading a book. I, uh, yeah, I think he was Always reading a book. Reading. Yeah, he was reading a book. So, I, but 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 anyway, so he, I get on the plane, and I look, and I see the seat next to him is empty. I look at my ticket, and I and it's I'm. I'm the seat next to him. And I'm like, this is, this is just like Destiny. sort of a, well, is this like, is this a, a candid camera? Right. Is this right. like, you know, Paramount right. did something and it's like set up and it's, you know, you've got something you can say. Yeah. It's not just small talk. It's like, right. I just want to let you know I'm a big fan. And also I'm yeah. playing the new. Well, James. so I, so I sit on the, I get on the plane. I start, I'm, I'm so fidgety. And I, we had actually met, spoken on the phone before because we were neighbors and there was some thing. And I was like, Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm Paul Wesley. I don't know if you, you, you remember and he was like oh yeah right uh-huh but kind of like it was just like reading his book as you said right, right, right. and doing his thing and i don't want to bother him every people even some woman was ter- trying to take photos of him and uh, anyway and we're flying and i'm like trying to allude to the fact that i'm playing this role without saying it and i honestly 
think he thought I was like some deranged, like Fan I, uh, yeah, and, and some like making. I was stuttering. I was just in between. You know, it was just it was a disaster. I asked him for a selfie, and he was um, he was kind enough to to do it. I felt terrible, but I I said I got to capture this moment. Anyway, I get the part. Uh, I mean, I, I uh, it's announced that I got the part, and then he, you know, went on Twitter and just like tweeted me like the sweetest thing. You How know, there's just like that? this, 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 this supportive tweet and just said, take care of my ship, you know? And it was oh, just like, I mean, it was such a beautiful moment. And, but that I, but it was great. like, I felt redeemed because I, I really, for the, for those few months thought, he, you know, he thinks I'm this deranged lunatic who's like a hardcore Trekkie who couldn't find his words. And then, so when he tweeted me, I was pretty thrilled. And then I saw him and they invited me to do, um, uh, give a, give an opening, uh, talk at his handprint ceremony in San Diego at Comic-Con. And really? I went over there and we chatted for a while and he was so lovely. And How many people have played James T. Kirk besides him? Um, on television, just him. So you're the only one? Uh, other than Chris Pine in the, in, the, in, the movie. Uh, in the movie. Right. Yeah, yes. But is there some kind of thing where you're like, I need to talk like this a little bit? It's funny. I thought, I, 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 should I? I had a conversation <laughs> with the... I had a conversation with the showrunners and it was, they was, they, you know, they very specifically said, do not do an imitation of, of, of the original, you know, and it's just, you know, we kind of laughed about it, but I, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't do that anyway. Right. Uh, I just felt like, um, and by the way, I mean, I watched the series and I do think that there's this um, stigma uh, that, you know, that is slightly exaggerated. Absolutely you know? because, exaggerated. Because if you watch the series, he's, he's actually nice. he's actually pretty. And he's it, cool, it, it, very much so. And in, and in in the um, yeah, he's cool. He's smooth. He's very charming. And it's just like it's pretty effortless if you watch the original. It series, is. Actually. Yeah. I, I love the original. Yeah. I really love it. I yeah. uh, I think there were seventy eight episodes. Yeah, yeah. Is that right? I, I, I'm not sure. There was the a exact double number. episode. There yeah. was. Uh, it was the one when the Wrath of Khan guy, what was his name? Oh, uh, old school. Um, I met yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. What was his uh, name? He was um, uh, Fantasy Island. Yeah, What's yeah. What's his name, Ryan? Uh, Fantasy Island lead guy. Uh, um, the plane I, boss. And he goes, It's, uh, no, I have it. I have his name. Um, right. Everybody's saying it right now. I don't want to do it without. It's I don't like a Google long it. name. A no, long I know. I know. It's like Rick. Montal, Montal, Montabue, Mont Montabue, no, Montal, uh, Ricardo Montabue, no, Rick, Mont no, Montalban, Montal, Ricardo Montalban, yeah, there you go, Montalban. that's it, yeah, yeah, I yeah. met him once, and I go, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm a huge fan, he was older, he was in a wheelchair, it was at this restaurant, um, and, you know, there's no one there except him and whoever he was with, and I, it's like, oh my god, he's like, oh, thank you, nice to meet you, oh, that's awesome, he was really sweet, that's awesome, uh, that's always nice when you're kind of the people that you look yeah. up to, and you're like, oh my god, and you grew up with, and, yeah. they're, and they're kind, yeah. uh, this is called Shit Talking with uh, Paul Wessel, this is Rapid oh, Fire, these it. are my top tier patrons, they're going to fire stuff that you can rapid All fire, right. them. just quick Great. answers, uh, go to inside of you, uh, it's like a Meisner class, yeah, right, Yeah. Pa patron.com <laughs> slash inside of you, become a patron, support the podcast, without patrons, I couldn't do this, here we go, Ashley R. When you and Ian did Vampire Diaries, did you know each other had been on Smallville? Both had been on Smallville. Uh no. He was on Smallville. I knew I know that now, but I didn't know it at the time. You mean now today? No, I, I know it now. I, yeah. <laughs> How was he? He's great. Yeah. Yeah. He was would great. you would you talk we didn't shit? Have much if together. you had anything that would you do you think you'd talk no, shit? No, no. Oh, when I talk no, shit. To me, like if you if, oh, if, if, yeah, if he was a off. dick and I yeah. remembered him being an asshole. Yeah. I'd probably go, eh, he was a little bit of a dick. <laughs> he was very into his work. Yeah. 
But, you know, yeah. uh, w- what I do know is this. I saw him years later. And he was a dick. No, he no, I'm couldn't kidding. have I'm been kidding. a greater guy. <laughs> yeah. The man he's become is just like, yeah. like we're all young. We're all yeah, doing our yeah. thing. I didn't know him. And he was yeah. nice. And yeah. you know, they go by fast. Yeah, yeah, you come yeah. in, you go, you know, you leave. I had barely had anything with him. Maybe yeah. one scene. And he was really cool. No. But then I met him and we talked for a while. And I was like, oh, this guy's great. He's a great guy. He yeah. gives. He's yeah, charitable. He's very giving. Yeah. He's, you know, we have the same lawyer. Nice. Lay Lonnie. Makes Todd? Me. Yeah, Rubenstein. I love yours Todd. too? No, but I love him. Todd's the best. I love Todd. He is the yeah. best. On Smallville, your credit is Paul Wasilowski. Mm. Wasilowski. Was it your idea to professionally change your name or your agents? Side note, love your bourbon. Love your suit. <laughs> yeah. Sounds of the lambs. <laughs> love it. I love that moment. Love your suit. Um, uh, my idea. I wanted to change it because my real last name is Vasilevsky and the Americanized pronunciation Wazalewski was driving me crazy. So I wanted to, it to start with a W and end with an E and I like literally arbitrarily chose uh, Wesley. You know, if you were a hockey player, you could keep it. I know. It would have made me a better... Yeah. Over to Lemieux. Back to Vasilevsky. By the way, what's that one actress? Mia Wasikowska. Or something like that. Yeah, you know, that is, uh, I know who you're talking about. It. Yeah, you know, she, she made it work. It. She should have changed yeah. it. Jessica, oh, Benjamin J. Congratulations on being cast as the new James T. Kirk. Can you leave anything for the second season? Tease anything about the second season of Strange New Worlds? Uh, can I tease anything? I mean, I, I guess I can tease the fact that um, we will meet Kirk as we know him in the 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 time frame and in the canon that we know from the original series. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, cuz we have yet. That's exciting. Yeah. I think that will get more of yours. Yeah. That that they know that. There you go. You're smart. You're smart man. Jessica B, where is your happy place? Nature. Nature. I just I, said I know the answer yeah. to that. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Raj, walk me through your typical morning routine working on a TV film as quick as you can like what do you do you wake up obviously oh on on a tv series (laughs) yeah yeah you wake up hopefully um wake up hopefully not too late um no you get in hair and makeup these guys know how it is get in hair and makeup uh which you know if you're ian summerholder takes three hours uh if you're paul wesley (laughs) takes 15 minutes but do you do any uh, kind of routine like working out meditation man by season you, you know, just four, wake up you're not and go. that's why I said no shirtless scenes. I'm not working out. I can barely even get out of bed. Uh, but yeah, season one, two, you're working out, you're doing the diet, you're doing this, you're that, you know, all that, all that shit. You wake up, you go read the scene, oh you my block God. it, you come back, finish, that's they call right. you in, you do the scene. That's right. You always block it. And then you always get what? Two to three takes on a, on a, on a network show. And then you got to move on. You don't have time. Um, cable series. I'm sure you can do plenty more. I hope. Yeah. Marisol P. What would be the role of a lifetime for you? James T. Kirk. Um, James T. Kirk, frankly, and I'm not kidding. Uh, one of the most iconic TV characters in the history of television, if not the most iconic. Truth. And Truth. and uh to 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 be able to step in those shoes is uh, you know, beyond um uh you know, for me an, an honor. Yeah. Nathan J. I wanted to say thank you. Sorry, I keep doing that. My friend Whiskey love my friend Whitney Whiskey because I'm doing the, you know, the bourbon thing. My friend Whitney loved Vampire Diaries. It was her favorite show of all time. She sadly passed in 2020, but she went to her grave loving Stefan and Stefan 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 Stefan. I always tell and Damon. So thank you a million times for giving her an hour of peace each week for eight years. Wow, Jesus, thank you. That is, uh, you know, when I hear that, uh, and I've heard that. First of all, it's so beautifully said. Thank you for telling me that. But um. You know, when I hear these things, which I don't know if you do any of these fan conventions and these things, I 
I get that a lot. Um, people will tell me their story. They get through something or, Hey, you know, I was really sick for X amount of, you know, months and I watched your show and it helped me feel less lonely. And I am just, uh, always, I forget the power of television. I forget how powerful it is. So, you know, when you have your work affect someone in a positive way. Um, and I'm so sorry for your loss, but, um, I'm glad that I was able to, you know, be a part of that, um, happiness while she was here. Well said. Yeah. yeah. It's something that when you hear, it's just like, you can't believe it. You're like, really? Yeah. Oh, this show did. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. a cool thing. Yeah. Have you, lastly, have you, you ever deal with anxiety or depression? You ever go through that? Yeah, dude. You do. Oh my God. Cause we talk about that a lot on the show yeah. and I always deal with it. We both, Ryan goes to therapy. I go to therapy. Many I, of the listeners. I, my head was spinning last night. I didn't sleep. I, I, I slept for, for a few hours, but I'm a little out of it today because my head, I overanalyze things. I yeah. get anxiety. I start thinking about stuff. And I'm a generally very happy guy, but for whatever reason, my head spins. I get a ton of anxiety. It's something I inherited from, you know, my mom, who's very anxious. We, Me you too. know how that oh is. Oh my god! And a lot of it too is like, you know, you can have, um, you know, your genes can literally be affected through trauma of your ancestors. So who knows? You know, I don't know if, if your family's been yeah. through anything, but just even the war. My family's been through the war in in, in World War II, and I'm sure I've inherited some anxiety from, you know my my grandparents yeah. and my great grandparents so um manic, I, yeah manic depressive depression and all that stuff can yeah. be and i believe you know my mom definitely gave me a lot of that stuff. yeah 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 and you know it's just something that i try to deal with but i think openly talking about it and not being ashamed of it and saying yeah i get it but ton of anxiety i get depressed all the time do you go to therapy um yeah I, i'm in fact i'm going to therapy after this podcast you what time is it well Shit. i'm not gonna go oh. it's just it's just oh, like it's, it's we're gonna a, yeah. do a zoom that's when good I get back yeah i think it's important to be consistent oh yeah i love therapy I, I think it's just so important. BetterHelp yeah. is one of our sponsors, by the way. And it's just like everyone uses it. Yeah. Like, because it's, you know, it's like, I'm just, just try it. I think people Medita are scared. Meditation is very helpful too. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Therapy, finding a good therapist, um, talking, you know, just being open. What do you think your lowest point in your life was where you were just like so down that you didn't think you could turn it around, but you <sighs> did somehow? Yeah. Um, oh, man. It was actually probably season believe it or not season two of the vampire diaries which was a huge hit show everything was great and i fell into this like crazy depression crazy do you know depression. why it was a series of events that led to that um some personal things and i just uh man i was in such a hole that my parents had to like fly out to like wow. check on me that's how bad it was. Yeah. But I got out of it, man. I got out of that's it. The, that's the thing. Yeah. You have to see a light. Like I always tell people who are like, you know, even like if you do like a cameo or something like that, yeah. or whatever, like my friends in deep depression and, yeah. you know, can't get out. I'm like, listen, yeah, you're 30. Yeah. Right. I'm 50. Yeah. You've got a lot of life it's and it's fun. called life. Yeah. Absolutely. You're going to have the lowest of lows. Yeah. Everyone has it. Man, I was like 29 or whatever, 28. I don't even know. I was 28 years old and I literally was having a hard time um, uh, finding a reason to get out of bed. And I was on a oh, hit yeah. show. I was like, you know, quote unquote famous. I had money. I was on this thing. And I was just like, why am I alive? That's, I was in a depression for whatever reason. Um, and then just, it just, I snapped out of it. And now I look back at it and I go, oh man, like if I only knew then what I know now, 
you know, and I, yeah. it was just this random depression. I'm glad you got out you of know, it. Thank you. Yeah, I, I've been there too. You know, we had a guest, Alan Richin, remember? I had no idea, but he started opening up and I said, so have you ever been that low? He goes, oh yeah, he's got kids and a wife and he had just gotten so depressed that he went in his attic or something and he tried to hang himself. Oh wow. And he actually hung himself and he says, thank God that I was strong enough. I, he goes, when they say you see your life pass before you, wow. it is real. Wow. My whole life passed before me and I somehow had the strength to oh pull my myself out of the whatever you know ay, ay, ay. and that was just like it scares me even more because i don't think i'm strong enough wow yeah, right. yeah well <laughs> no, don't don't no, no, don't don't, I, don't, I don't think, think it if ever, i yeah. do it that's yeah. it you know but no, no no god forbid no no but it's like you know people opening up about that stuff and, and by the way greg's been great yeah isn't he fantastic how is Look, he doing what's he, he doing great. There? Greg's just hanging out. just chilling huh? this has been great yeah man i only you, you got here a little late so that's why we went a little over but it's only I don't an mind. hour and five minutes i don't mind you don't mind not at all dude. all right i was making sure are we are we not good at all yeah this is great this is so good yeah man it was so easy to talk to you thank you i feel thank like you. you know i never we never knew each other no we laughed we said yeah. go fuck yourself <laughs> but we didn't like well, you told me to go fuck myself i was a guest star i couldn't tell you to go fuck you yourself. never said it once but i'll tell you right now go fuck yourself thank you yeah this has been a fantastic <laughs> yeah. ride i hope you come back on sometime and you know i'd what? love to i'd love if you took i said hey come on a hike it's only like an hour hour and a half yeah man come, come with me i'll show you some cool places i will if you do that i will do it and bring because, your dog yeah I'll bring Blanche. Maybe not the pup so Don't early. bring the pup. No, that could be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah, you'll end up carrying the pup. But bring Blanche. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks, man. Cute. Thanks for having me. Good dude. Good dude. Really solid, dude. solid. Solid dude. I was he was just it was I didn't know because it's been so many years and he has big fame, he's got a big following. You don't know how people are going to react. Mm-mm. And he just feels like a, he's unfazed. Uh, maybe he was uh, more phased when he was younger, um, but now just uh, seems like he's got it going on. And uh, like that song. Like a lot of songs. Something's sure. mom has got it going on. Stacy's mom. Stacy's mom. <laughs> so if you look, if you're here for Paul Wesley and you really enjoyed the interview, I hope you did. Uh, please subscribe. Listen to the podcast. Uh, even if you don't know every guest, you'll learn something from each guest. I do. It helps me with my anxiety and uh, I learned so much from these. So thank you. And uh, of course, patreon.com slash talkville if you want or slash inside of you. Patreon.com slash inside of you if you want to join Patreon and help the podcast. Without my patrons, I wouldn't be here. I mean, I'd be here, but I wouldn't be here on the podcast. Does that make sense, Ryan? Yes, it does. Somehow. Let's give out the top tier names. Okay. This is the patron shout outs. One of my favorite moments. I'm going to look at it this time. Yeah. Maybe you should read out some names. I can do that. We can trade off. Like, yeah. Why don't, why don't we do it? Right. Nancy D, Leah and Kristen, Little Lisa, Yukiko, Jill E, Brian H, Nico P, Robert B, Jason W, Sophie M, Raj C, Joshua D, Jennifer N. What if I do a voice and then you have to match it? Okay. Stacy L, Jamal F, Jamnell B, Eldon Supremo 99 more, San Diego M, Chad W, Leanne P. <clears throat> Maddie S, Belinda N, Dave H, Sheila G, Brad D, Ray H, Tap of the D. You're not matching N. my voice. You're not rolling <clears throat> your R's. Well, I was trying to do it, but then it came yes. Tabitha T and Tom N and Talia M. All right, here we go. Mm. 
Betsy D, Angel M, Rhiannon C, Corey K, Dev Nixon, Michelle A, Jeremy C, Brandy D, Joey M, Eugene, and Leah. Corey, Jake B, Angela F, Mel S, Christine S, Christine S, Erica, Eric H, Shane R, Andrew M, Tim L, I'm turning to something else, Amanda R. Jen B, <laughs> Stephanie K, Jorel, John and J, Leanne J, Luna R, Mike F, Stone H, Brian L. Kendall L, Kara C, Jessica B, Kyle F. It's kind of Napoleon, isn't it? No. Napoleon. I'll do him next. Kyle F, Marisol P, Kaylee J, Mickey L, Brian A. Ashley F, Mary Louise L, gosh. Romeo B, Veronica Q. Frank B. Jen T, <laughs> Nikki L, gosh, Alan H, April R, Cassie B, Derek N, JD, that's not it, JDW, Michelle L. <laughs> How did Ryan do, folks? You let us know. Medium. Uh, we love you. Thanks for uh, tuning in. We'll see you. Uh, oh, from the Hollywood Hills in California, I'm Michael Rosenbaum. I'm Ryan Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> little wave to the camera. We love you guys. Be good to yourself. We'll see you. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did. And they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.